Yo! All right, so we had quite a break. We did, well, because nothing has happened. Nothing's happened, and it's also summertime, to be honest. Like, business has picked back up for Chris. It has. And mine also, like, just summertime, just busy with me as well. So we just kind of had one of those things where we had we were trying to line some guests up and stuff. Things should work out because everybody's schedules. Yep. So we're still working on some stuff, but hopefully it will happen soon. If not... We'll keep bringing you some blues talk, and hopefully we get some stuff to talk about. So we're still on day, like, one million whatever. Panda watch. Tarasenko watch. Just do something. Get out of here, you panda jerk. Do Making me look foolish. foolish. That's pretty much what uh, it's going on with the Tarasenko thing right now. He is uh, still at the blues after all uh, after all yep. this time, which is, I'll be honest, surprising, considering I, I was like – I was expecting after I said the draft, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, it wasn't the draft. They're waiting until draft free agency after they sign some people and see what money they have freed up. Um, that still could happen. Like the Islanders obviously have announced none of their deals because Lou Amarillo is trying to like just kind of use a not poker let, player. Yeah, not let anybody know how much cap room he has right now. Right. So I think um, we'll talk about Jeremy Rutherford had a little ma- uh, mailbag that just got posted today in the Athletic and it talked heavily about the Tarasenko. Um, Tarasenko stuff. Um, we'll talk about we last time we did this was right after free agencies. It's been a little over a month since we've mm-hmm. done this, and so Brandon Sod signed. So Blues did some resigning of some guys. Some good. Some yep. are some are okay. We'll talk about that. But um, and then Blues announced their schedule. Announced some uh, awesome promotion nights. Correct. Awesome stuff that's going to happen this year. So we'll talk about all that on this week's show. So we talked about Tarasenko stuff. So let's just keep going with that for right sure. now. So. Jim Rutherford, we're talking on the 28th of August. So he posted a mailbag early this morning on The Athletic, and a lot of it was Tarasenko-focused. Oh, I'm shocked. So <laughs> so, one, so basically, to summarize the way thing that happened, so nothing is really happening. That's no. why there's really no news. But the teams that are so interested are Carolina, even after signing uh, Shveshnikov. Yep. Um, also, the Rangers, even after they traded Bushnevitz to us, which is kind of I got to be shocking. honest. When I saw that trade get announced, I really thought that was the Tarasenko trade. I thought it was going to be Tarasenko for Buchnevich, and there'd be other pieces in play. I was really shocked when Tarasenko wasn't part of that trade for just a second, and it was just or a something. Second. Yeah, it was a second I, in I, delay for him. I was, I was shocked at that deal. So. I was really, really shocked that Tarasenko wasn't part of that trade with the Rangers. Yeah, so he winds up. Uh, you know, that's still out there. Uh, apparently, the Islanders still have some. <laughs> I just realized it's only eleven thirty, and I'm drinking beer. Okay. Eh, you know. whatever. Yeah, it's, it's Saturday. It's Saturday. It's a. Uh, it's a. Uh, you know, five o'clock somewhere that they always it's, say. Right? It's true. Yeah, true. So apparently, uh, the Islanders are still kind of interested. The blue. Yeah. The blue. The names thrown around in the past were Anthony Bolivier, Scott Mayfield, the St. Louis, and got thrown around. Either one of those would be fine. Uh, with. One of the other rumored trades out there that Rutherford kind of brought up in the comment section of one of the his articles was the Islanders trading somebody like Josh Bailey and Scott Mayfield for Tarasenko and Robert Bortuzzo. Apparently the Blues have been trying to move Bortuzzo. He only has one year left, about $1.3 million, sure. 32 years old. Mayfield is 
definitely an upgrade over over Bortuzzo. Nothing as Bortuzzo, but Mayfield Mayfield is a borderline top. I mean, not borderline. I think he could be a top four on some teams. Sure. And Islanders fans say he's definitely a top four and got utilized like it, but he's not. People say he's a third pairing guy. He's more like a second pairing guy. I agree with all he does. Very defensive minded guy. Willing to mix it up, I think that'd be an awesome. If the Blues did get him in a deal, that would help kind of shore up that defense back there. Yes, um, you know the left side still maybe a little weak or has issues, I guess you could say. But I think the, if they did get Mayfield, it's something to greatly consider. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, more specifically to the Tarasenko side of things, I really kind of thought that. Um, <clears throat> we would either see a trade quickly for Tarasenko or we would be in this situation. And I think that one of the big hangups has got to be um, he's an unknown commodity right now. Uh, you know, you know what he can be and what he has been. But if I'm a GM, I'm looking at recent history. And recent history is a guy who's had three surgeries in the last year and a half and hasn't really done much offensively. You know, uh, ever since that cup run he's missed a lot of hockey and when he has played has been largely invisible um and people are like oh he led the blues in playoff scoring this year that's two goals man two two goals isn't leading a damn thing like that's two more goals than you and i scored as two goals during that series was was out of hand hand, it was game four and the blues were already losing like a billion to one yeah, I think it was the second period, second, third period when he scored. Yeah. So it was already kind of out of hand. So. so the other thing, and I think the bigger problem with trying to move Tarasenko, because I'm sure they've had some offers that have been decent in return, is if I'm a GM from another team, I'm not taking on that full contract. Even if it's only two years, it's a lot of money. Yeah, $15 for, million. Dollars, yeah. For something that you, you don't really know what you have, especially if Tarasenko is wanting to go to a contending team. It's a lot of money. Which when you've had a flat every, cap. Virtually every team that's mentioned outside of it was mentioned possibly Buffalo, Eichel straight up for like Tarasenko, which uh, according to Rutherford, like there'd have to be other parts, but the Blues do have had some interest, but not serious inquiries. But is Tarasenko going to agree to go there? And that's the other part of it too. That's the other thing is like, is, remember we talked about near the end of last time where the Blues were having trouble moving him, right. and they talked about he's like willing to go anywhere, which well, I don't think if it's that if he's that like apparently according to Rutherford it, he is that. It is that like irreparable? Like they're the relationship. If it's that is bad that. that he needs to just say move me, I don't care where. And if that's the case, I'm calling Calgary today and going, "What do you need? How about Tarasenko, Robert Thomas, and whatever the hell else you want?" Because come on, Calgary, you know you're not going to keep Kachuk after next season. Yeah. So which we can talk about that in a second here. Um, so the other thing that. I'll let you finish your talk. Go ahead. But. I mean, that's pretty much it. As I, I think that the Blues are in a situation where it's a Mexican standoff with Tarasenko. Um, at the end of the day, the Blues hold his contract. And if they can't get a deal in place that they feel is beneficial for them, he's going to have to report and play and play his way into a trade. That's really that's all is going to happen. And if it's, if it's an irreparable thing, that he needs to come in and bust his butt to spend as few games here as possible. Yeah, and hopefully it doesn't like, distract from the team and turn into that's something the, there. That's the big thing. And they thing. talked about, like, somebody said, hey, well, do you send him down to AHL just, to for, no. just for he's not a distraction? And he's like, nah, I mean, the Blues could do that, but that would just make his value even lower. That's what I would think, too. And then you, and you don't want to take on any kind of money, and sending him down will save you some money, yeah. But uh, So, anyway, 
not, you know, Tarasenko still here. Uh, he says 50-50 chance of him still being here by the time the season starts. Boy, I think we're getting to a 75-25 split on that right We're getting now. darn close. I mean, we're about we're less than a month away from the first preseason game. Right. So what, what's camp? Two weeks? Three weeks? About two weeks before that? Yeah. So you're talking about two weeks from now, we're talking, we'll are talking. we be having guys. There's guys skating in town now. So sure. Uh, guys like Bozak are skating with the team. Uh, Jaden Schwartz was in town. And was, can Bozak play without a contract? It's up to him. I mean, he can skate wherever he wants. It's right. just if he gets hurt, like the Blues aren't But I mean, liable. like if it, if it comes down to like first preseason game and he hasn't signed a deal, he can't play for the Blues, right? Unless he's on like a PTO. Yeah. Which is a possible. Maybe just get him on a team like, hey, we're going to sign you, but here's a PTO just for we. Well, they've offered him a contract, you. correct? Didn't they offer him a deal on the first day and there's he just a, hasn't signed There's a it? rumor that he got signed, that they offered him a deal and he was waiting to see what's out there. And I think there's still mutual interest because he hasn't left St. Louis. Right. So he's been skating with the team, um, guys like Jaden Schwartz, Pat Maroon, uh, possibly Mayfield, and a lot of the guys who stayed in town, Braden Shin, Robert Bortuzzo, sure. are all in town skating currently. Um, maybe guys like – I think they had an event the other day, and it had a bunch of the guys who were first-round picks a couple years ago. When it was the year with Matt Kachuk, right. Luke uh, Kunin, Kunin. And, a couple other, and a couple other guys were in town. They did some, I think, for like the young um, – a couple of the younger uh, mm-hmm. youth teams. They had like a Q&A type thing. So they're in town too. So I think he can do whatever because it's technically as long as he gets permission from the Blues and he probably signs a thing saying, "Hey, if you get hurt, you're not we're not liable." I think they're skating it like not. I think they're skating at Centene, which is I don't think it's technically is it Blues own technically or is that just like? I mean, I'm sure they, I think they have a contract with it to be the training facility, but yeah, I don't think so they I think own it. it. Yeah, they don't. I mean, he can skate wherever to, and it's sure. just, it just hopefully he doesn't get hurt. Then that was my cost of my contract. I think that's the only thing at this point. Where I'm sure he's just skating to stay in stay shape. In shape, sure. I mean, he's going to play somewhere. That's obvious. I think it's just. I think it's the same thing. Like it's it's that avalanche effect. Like tear single happens. Then if it happens with the Islanders, the Islanders announce all their signings. The Blues then can maybe sign Robert Thomas. They can right. sign Bozak or whoever they want to sign. So. Well, we got to mention Robert Thomas. So the rumor is that Robert Thomas is looking, obviously, for a deal north of what Jordan Cairo got, which is $2.8 million. So Cairo signed a two-year, $2.8 million contract. Uh, you know, prove me wrong. I'll buy him. I have no problem saying that. He played very well, had a really good start, had the sandwich method kind of last year. Had yes. a like, really good start, okay in the middle, kind of looked worn down, but then came on strong at the end and, had, and started to play well going into the playoffs. Agreed. So I'll take that. Yep. And he played really well. I think he was one of the few guys in the playoffs that looked okay compared to most sure. of the guys in the team. And besides Bennington, didn't look great. Uh, Barbashev resigned for a yep. couple of years. So 2.25. I'm fine with that. I love Barbashev. 2.75, excuse me. And uh, Zach Sanford signed for one year, $2 million. Uh, Okay. Whatever. I think next year he's a UFA. So Bye. If, if this year, if you don't do anything, the Blues, I, the Blues will say goodbye. And it's, I think this is the last year that, like, I think Barube likes him. And I think Armstrong, like I think having a guy like him over Mackenzie McEachern, and I'll be honest, like he's he's better than Mackenzie McEachern, like plain and simple. Yeah, he has the skill level, skill set to be better than Mackenzie McEachern on a night in night out basis. Yes, and and guys like Kyle Clifford and stuff, he's better. They, I'd rather have Zach Sanford up there on the third line if you compared to the guys like McEachern and Clifford. So. Blues had a bunch of signings. That was about the extent of signings. Uh, we had the draft. Mm-hmm. They did sign their first-round pick, Zachary Bolduc, to a yep. three-year entry-year deal like you normally know, happens. So I super don't expect him to be part of the team. He's already played his first game in juniors. He yep. played last night. One goal, three assists. Great. Six-to-four win. So uh, good for him. 
So I think he'll be another year in, a, in at least the, you know, I think it's Quebec junior major. He's uh, in the queue, right? And he's in the queue still. So I think he'll be another year there as a, the older, like there's like, a, you know, they always have guys who are like the younger right. part and he's like the older one. So he'll be sure. the older one now. Um, yeah, so I think that's uh, about the much as signings as we got here. So let's talk about this because me, me and you talked about this via text quite a bit. Sure. So we once again, we'll mention Jeremy Rutherford. Article that came out, what was about two weeks ago now? Maybe three weeks ago? Two weeks ago? So Jane Schwartz. Right. So Jane Schwartz, a nice article write-up basically saying he did not have his full heart in the last year because of his dad passing, which was very sudden. Sudden, his dad passing, and that's awful. But you could tell he wasn't himself all last year. And we kind of all – we kind of said on this podcast, like, he's off – it's maybe an injury or, you know, and we even said like maybe something, you know, with his dad right. passing and he even said, I didn't train. I didn't even, I did contemplate even not playing last year. I wish you would have. Because, and then he got hurt, for, but then maybe he got hurt for 16 games and the, even an article said that it might've been much every year. Yeah. But he said it might've been enough from not training. Sure. So he winds up, and it sounds from the article with the article sounded that I don't think he really wanted to come back. No, it sounded like he was ready for a change of scenery. It is a, and not in a bad way. I And this is me just how I took the article. I took it as he came to St. Louis. As soon as he came to St. Louis and he got drafted, he was drafted when his sister passed away. Mm-hmm. The Blues did a ton of stuff. Like they went to Yale. They yep. went to, and they you know did all the bone marrow drives. They did all the stuff that supported his sister. And his dad was a, a big part of like the dad groups mm-hmm. and always like talked, you know, one of the main dads, and he's been around for a long time. Obviously, James was here for 10 years. Yeah. So he was one of the dads that was always there night in and night out type of thing. And then I think having those two important people in his life associated with the team and having to come back and kind of be around it a lot, maybe it's just too tough for him. Maybe. I don't know. Like, it's me just kind of thinking that's how, how he kind of the way – the way the it article, sounds. That's the way the article came off to me. And then, and then Seattle holds a spot because that's where his sister went when she needed treatment. And right. it's closer for his family now so his family can drive down instead of making a very long trip to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's up in, a lot closer to his home who, and they live in Canada. So, Correct. like, I have no bones. I'm like, I'm gr- like, go get I, your money, I don't have man. any problems with how he left. None. Yeah, go get your money. I'm yep. happy you got it paid. Yep. Good for you. Yeah. Thank you for, for your sure. service. He's going to be who I put on my Seattle jersey, and guess what, without a doubt. And guess what? One for him, that run 2019 might, probably wouldn't have oh, happened. absolutely not. Yeah. Ab- I, I, he, in that Winnipeg series. That goal in Winnipeg is the, the the turning point in to me where they started to believe. Let yep. me wrong. The Maroon goal. You have the Maroon goal. You have you know, the hand pass. Yep. Everyone said in every series where there's a turning point. But that was the first one in a series of turning points. And he was a monster the entire playoffs. And like, he, he was ha- a monster. Remember, he scored four straight goals for the Blues to eliminate Winnipeg. Two hat tricks in the playoffs? Yes, one against San Jose, one which against was Winnipeg. one against Winnipeg. The Winnipeg one was the next game, the elimination game. game he, scored, he scored three, 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 straight. three straight to propel the Blues to win yep. that game. Yeah, I, look, I have no problems with, with what – I almost said Sanford, with what Schwartz has done uh, as a blue. I don't have any problems with the way he left. Um, I know that some people are a little pissy about the whole, like, the deal was in place before the draft. But it was not announced and according to the article, he said they had they worked out, had a lot of good talks, and then they just finished it up during free agency. Okay. Sure. It, whatever. Sure. I mean, whatever. That's that's just smart marketing. My only complaint was, and, it, and it's hard to say this, and not sound like a heartless bastard. 
I feel for Jaden Schwartz that he lost his father. Suddenly as well. Yeah, that's a hard thing. I do. Um, That is something, however, though, that pretty much every person on this planet is going to have to go through. At some point or another, all of our fathers are going to die. I, I, I understand there's a grieving process. I do. I am very fortunate that I still have both of my parents and I'm 45 years old. I know people that don't. One of my best friends on this planet lost her father when she was seven. I couldn't even imagine what that's like. You still have to do your job. If you or I lost our father, we would get a period of bereavement. Mm Mm-hmm. But if we came back to our job and weren't doing our job or mailing it in, which everybody saw last season with Schwartz, we would have been at minimum reprimanded, if not full-on fired. Or they would have pulled him to the side and be like, is something going wrong or are you having problems? Then they could have put him on the long term IR something, just you know, like not unable to play, and they would have been some kind of list, thing. Yeah, yeah, on, yeah. Just put I, it like that, and like that, and I thought maybe there was a shame part of it, like saying that you couldn't I, deal with it. I'm sure there was. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Like to me, like if you couldn't deal with it, which is not, to me, there's to me, there's no shame in it. But maybe to him, and maybe just being like I'm a professional sports athlete, I need to go do my job, and maybe I mean, that's part of it. I don't know. Look, I, I think that this ties very well into the conversations we had with Theo Fleury. This is obviously a mental health issue. And some people can process and cope better with loss than others. And this obviously affected Jaden Schwartz deeply. That you could even, didn't even want to play hockey. Like the thing you've literally played right. the majority of your life and you play and now turned into a living. Yes. And, and to me, and again, like this sounds very callous and cold-hearted and and i apologize for it sounding that way but there's just times where i i I have problems with someone who makes more money in one year than i will see my entire lifetime my entire life going i just can't get up in the morning and do this because i'm sad yeah look man i get it i i am let me make this clear i am not saying rub some dirt on it Get out there. Get out there. Yeah. What I'm saying is, if you are that upset and it affects you that deeply, you should have gone to the St. Louis Blues and said, guys, I can't play. Yeah. I can't do this. Because, in effect, what he did was go out there and throw a stick on the ice and be like, I'm here. Yeah, because he even said he didn't train and, right. didn't, but, and didn't do anything because he obviously didn't know he was he going to play yeah. due to everything that happened. And like I say, I get what you're saying. And my and other part of it is too, it's obvious, like there's obviously conversations probably in the locker room and with Armstrong, with whoever about what happened. Sure. If 
that was seen that he was doing that. Like, obviously, he was struggling. I remember Blues and Pants are ripping him and – Oh yeah, and ripping Shen apart, you know Shen. Like I, I mean, think remember was, he was almost traded at the deadline. There was talk of, of them trading Jaden Schwartz. Yeah, and who know? And now who knows if like he said like, listen, like I just I might not play, or who knows? Like he's like if I get traded, yeah. I might not. Yeah, say not show up, but you know, like obviously his whole heart's not into it. So maybe that's why he right never really got dealt. I don't know, but yeah, like I said, it sucks, and I really wish that someone stepped in from somewhere like. Obviously, if the family was there, they're going. The whole family's trying to process sure. it. That's hard for them to do. You know, obviously his friends and teammates were trying. You know, I, I mean, he said he wouldn't be there for his teammates. It's very commendable. I get it, but I think, but part of me, like, I think it is also for a mental health thing. Also, very much like maybe a macho thing, but just it like I be. have to be there. Like, like oh, I have to be there. He even said like I had to be there for my teammates. That's what he said, and. I'm sure they're appreciative, but also part of them, like Shen, who's a really close friend, I hopefully or somebody would have been like, if you need time, go take, take some it. time. I, I equate this to, and we talk about this a lot during the playoffs, because during the playoffs, it's inevitable players play through injury. But there's a line to where you playing with your injury is more detrimental to the team than if you just went on the IR and let someone take your spot. Yeah. And I think this is a very similar situation Not from a mental health injury standpoint. Yeah. If you're that messed up and broken up about it, that it is affecting your play that deeply that you don't want to train, your heart's not in it, you're just kind of in a daze going through the motions. And yeah, life in general, to yeah, step aside, like go get step some professional aside. health. And, and like I said, if he couldn't recognize it, to me, there should have been somebody around him. Yeah, I agree. It, it's not all on Jaden. It's majorly on Jaden. But I'm sure that other people – you're right. I'm sure that at some point during the season, be it a friend or someone in the front office or someone had to have the conversation. But that's the only thing that bums me out is it's like, dude, you saw this team was struggling. Yeah, bad. Bad. And at some point you had to realize I'm probably part of this problem because I'm, I'm not given 100%. Not scoring. You just got right. hurt. You got hurt, an oblique injury for yep. – he's out for his almost 18 games. Yeah, so. like just – and a shortened season, too, so that's almost half the season. Sure. Like like we were saying, like step aside and let someone take the spot who is able-bodied, both mentally and physically, to get out there and hustle. And then also they may not have your skill, but you at 25% may not be as good as this guy at 100%. And then I'm sure having an injury, too, like makes it even worse, where yeah. you're like, you're like, great, now I came back to play, and now I got hurt, so I can't even help my team now. So then from mental health expert, like, standpoint sure. that's even worse on him then you know it's like now he's like i came back because i want to help my teammates out and i came back and now i can't even help my team out because i got right. injured and, and unfortunately that's just been Jaden schwartz's history unfortunately with the blues he's had at least an injury or two every year just how yep. it's been so anyway glad he gets to go to seattle have a fresh start sounds like he's very happy skating with uh friends and former teammates here in st louis and he'll be on his way so um for the Blues, they, so the one thing, other thing that came up, so the Blues got their schedule announced. So the Blues got their 82 game. And, of course, right now we're planning on full capacity. Yep. So depending on what goes on in the near future, that might be with uh, different you know kind of things that go on the front door. You might have to have a card, test, whatever, because it seems like that's going on. A lot of teams in Canada requiring you to show your vaccination card or a negative test to get into the door now. And you have to wear a mask. So – Unfortunately, I know people disagree with it. That's just the way it's going to be. I'm sorry. Like, just wear a mask, get a vaccine. I agree. 
you know, that's just how it's going to be. Any indoor thing, big gathering that's indoors for I for the foreseeable future until we are more vaccinated and we can stamp this out. So that's just going to how it's going to have to be. So the only thing, the other thing that on top of their schedule is they announced the other fun thing they announced every year that I look forward to is the promo schedule. So for a while there when the Blues were not great, they didn't put much money into their promo schedule, which really sucked. Fact. So, but as the years gone on, they've slowly gotten back into things, and uh, so the usuals they always have, which they do not have the one usual they always have here. I did not see coffee mug night. I haven't seen coffee they, mug they, night. They, in a while. they dropped that for like they had they maybe did like the thermos type things for a while. Um, so they have team calendar night, which is the normal opener, magnet yep. schedules. Um, Couple big ones. We'll go with the big ones, and we'll, the last one we'll talk about is the big one. So the first one is Ryan O'Reilly Winter Classic bobblehead. That is um, not been revealed because we don't have the idea what the jerseys look like yet. Um, so the Blues will be playing on January first up in Minnesota. It'll be a sure a very cold day up in Minnesota that day. I'm looking forward to that one. So that'll be the reveal. My guess is the jersey will be revealed before this, and then the bobblehead will be revealed before this. Um, last time their jersey was revealed near the end of October, November ish. For January 1st, so I'm sure we'll see the same. So the Blues will order a bunch. And who knows? Might get leaked before then because that seems to happen quite a bit. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm anxiously anticipating the reveal of the. Uh, It'll be a white jersey because they're going to be the away yeah. team. So that's going to be the look, thing dude, for sure. I uh, I pat myself on the back that I accurately predicted the reverse retro yeah. when everyone said I was nuts. I'm not 100 percent convinced that the away winter classic just isn't the white version of the 90s jersey. Yeah, we've already done the blue one for retro. We've yeah. done a reverse retro. Yeah, I'm not convinced that it's not the the clown, the white clown jersey. I might, I'd be I'd be curious. I don't know if they'll go the more the like classic with the uh, just no red. Obviously, the like kind of basically the white version of the winter classic one. I, that would be so lazy if they did that. I wouldn't. You know, I agree. But I but I would maybe be they cool. just do a little bit of different. Like they put like they say blues and have the lo- lo- uh, logo there too. Who knows? I'm trying to look around to see if you have anything of that era. No, nothing point to. I um nothing of that era. I have up your Curtis Joseph jersey. Okay, I wouldn't be surprised if it's that one, which yeah. is the one just before the clown jerseys where they had the they had a thin, a very very thin the, red line, very on thin it. red line, but like the yellow and blue stripes. Mid sleeve, hall era, the waist. Yeah, hall era, yeah. like the hall era. I say hall era. The when he gave him the kind of very popular, but not the clown before clown jersey. Correct. One. So most people will understand what that one is. I would not be surprised if it's that one. I, I, I part of me hopes that they do something completely different. Like I, I hope they come up with something completely avant garde and different. I, I don't know what it would be. I know that some people would love to see a white version of the old navy blue with the with the round crest, mm. but it sure sounds like Stillman Still, wants nothing to do with that Stillman design. Doesn't want any of your to check its thing around, but man. Because that's a shame. Because that was such a good looking jersey. Yep. Um, but I don't know, man. I, I for Blues fans' sake and jersey collectors' sake, I hope it's something more than just a white version of the old Winter Classic. Yeah. Um, people were saying use like the. Um, concept jerseys yeah like something like that i'm like that's a little too out there for me they use that for like the skills competition they did after the uh winter classic a few years ago remember they did have the blues out and they like had it on the website when the blues did like hardest shot and yeah. some other stuff and they raffled them off afterwards it was cool to see them then but sure. like i you're talking about the jerseys that the solomon brothers wore when they announced they had a team yes that had the one flag note on it and then yeah. it said st louis blues yes yeah. 
that's like, oh, that's cool to see for something like that. Would it be like the jersey they use for that? I wouldn't think that's a good idea. I think something using the crest would be a definitely you need to put that somewhere on there. I would say the only thing that I could see being on the chest instead of a blue note is maybe the trumpet. It's possible. Or make it kind of like without the red on there, just more blue and yellow trumpet type. Maybe. Kind, of, kind of like the uh, kind of like the hat, the, hat, the, the O'Reilly hat, O'Reilly hat, similar to that. So that, um, I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm intrigued to see what it is. Um, so we'll see. And like you said, I bet you we're probably eight to ten weeks away from finding out. Yeah. So uh, the other big uh, night that they're announcing. So finally, uh, number forty four be lifted to the rafters. So yep. it's been a while since we've obviously they had the Bob Plager night when you got his number retired and it was. Very much due to, obviously, not play. I mean, play on the ice was one thing, but for Bob Plager, it was his years of service to the Blues being basically Mr. Blues. So oh, this one winds up being for a play on the ice. Chris Pronger was one of the last defensemen in the last 20 years to win, not the last, but one of the last. I think, I think somebody in 2004, I think Lidstrom maybe. But anyway, um, won the Hart Trophy as like most valuable player, which is yeah. hard for a defenseman to do now. You don't see that that's very – they've seen a lot of guys be up there, but not – Right. And with the scoring nowadays. So Chris Prong gets his number raised to the rafters, and they're giving away a banner that night on January 17th. So very cool to finally see Chris Pronger. And we get a, you know, luckily we get to go to that night. Uh, it'll be a very fun night against Nashville on January. I know a lot of fans look forward to that one, yep. especially our age, because that's kind of in the pocket of when, oh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, we were younger and like just kind of get. As for me, at least, getting to go to games on your own, yep. you know, not and not have to go with your parents or whatever. Yep. And, Pronger being one of, or if not the most popular player in that era, like you have McKennis. You loved Demetra. him or hated him. Yeah. Obviously, when you first came here, you hated Chris Pronger. Hated oh, Chris Pronger. Oh, man. I mean, people wanted his head when he yeah. got here because he was, I mean, he was this little tall, lanky guy that, you know. Do you think that's the best thing that ever happened to the Blues under Mike Keenan? I would say probably. That of the Demetra trade or the top two trades. Like every yeah. time people bring bring up like what's the best thing Mike Keenan did and it's those are the two things that come up. Like hindsight, thank God, it wound up being great for that because you trade somebody like Shannon who, mind you, had a very good career, multiple Stanley Cups after sure. that with Detroit. But um, yeah, and then Demetra obviously turned into trading for Christopher Olsen. Yeah. Turned into an, you know, an all-star and a really great player for the Blues. So those are the two trades when you look at you know Mike Keenan trades of all the trades he made Jesus and all the all the crazy deals he made you know trading you know Joseph or Chain Corson and <sighs> all the other trades that he made but and, yeah. you know basically running <laughs> the greatest player to ever play the game and the greatest blue of all time out, out, of the, out the door within consecutive years so man, oh man. that has to say something so but Chris Pronger gets his due after they announced it. But obviously, before COVID, yeah. uh, he announced it like at the end of the 2019, well, near the end of 2019 season. And then Correct. obviously, that kind of um, spiraled out of control at the end there and then it finished up in the bubble. And then last year's season, that was, you know, shortened. So they wanted to have fans in the stands. So uh, hopefully, everybody's, you know, we're good and we yep. have everybody in the stands. That'll be a fun night. So having Chris Pronger raised, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people from that era be there. Uh, you know, McKenna's will be in. Brett I'm sure. Hall, Brett Hall I'm sure Brett will be there. Brett and his, uh, you know, mohawk, <laughs> or what? Or he had the uh, what was it? What's the guy's name? Um, help me out from Who Framed Roger Rabbit? What's the name of? Oh, I know Christopher Lloyd's about. character. I can't Doctor remember something. Yeah, but I know what you're talking about. He has a, just a little patch right there. You know, yeah. very funny. So, a lot of guys from the era, I'm sure, will be back. I'm sure. Maybe maybe Brendan Shannon, which will be interesting. You know, possibly maybe Craig Jane and Who knows? 
January going to play with him? No, probably not. I don't know. No, because Shanahan was traded for him. So, who but was Shanahan traded first? Ooh, I, I don't remember who was who. Which of those two were traded first? All right, I'll do some uh, googling when we. Uh, I mean, if he talking. did, it wasn't very many games. Yeah, let's see. All right, let's move on to the next thing. So the Blues have a schedule uh, around the NHL. So another trade that really hasn't happened, which we'll kind of talk about here, is uh, Jack Eichel. Still hasn't been moved, which is this, is this is the shocker to me. Is just they're slowly like long playing this out, and and the thing Four is sabers. now he won't be ready for the season to start. Jeez, because of because the you know, the the Sabers won't sign off on the neck surgery he wants. Right. So when the rehab and the rehab, he's going to put him past the time he needs to uh, uh, be ready. So he won't be ready to start the season. So. I don't really know what the you should really uh, do here. So, what do you think about Jack Eichel still sticking around in the Buffaloes? I don't. I think it's very much like the Tarasenko situation. I think it's a win, not if he's moved. Um, I think the situation is a little more complex in Buffalo because they've been in a rebuild for so long, and. It seems like every piece that they bring in for this rebuild or draft ends up having to get moved out, and I don't, know, I don't know what the problem is in Buffalo. They make all the right moves, and none of them work, ever, like ever. Um, I think he's he's they've got to get rid of him. They've got to. It's it's obvious he doesn't want to be there. It's only going to be a situation that gets worse. You've essentially at this point moved everybody else out of Buffalo. The only people left now are him and Skinner. Um, I don't. I don't know, man. I, I think at some point you take what you can get, and I don't know what that is. I, I. I think that if I'm the Buffalo Sabers, maybe I. Maybe I call Tarasenko's agent and just be like, "Look, man, will he play here for at least the two years?" What are the odds we can get him re-signed? Um, I'm sure, because right now, like, I, I can't think of anybody who wants to go to Buffalo. Willingly. Willingly. Unless you're just trying to extend your career. Somebody like Craig Anderson, who's 41 years old, sure. goalie, and just looking to extend his but career. you're not going there looking to win. Um, you know, they had their window last year when somehow they were able to land um, Taylor Hall. And they had... Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel and, and Jeff Skinner and, and all these guys, and they did absolutely nothing. Yep, literally Taylor Hall had two goals. Yeah, like that was their window to turn this team around, and they didn't get it done. And now everybody's gone. So I, I don't know, man. I, it, it, I, it's just a mess. It is such a mess up there that it's, it's bad. I, I would say that that team is worse than the Blues ever were when the Blues were down in the muck. Then, yeah, and let's see, Drake was the captain or Brewer was the captain. Yeah. Whatever you want to say. Like, I captain. mean, it, at that point, like, the Blues were bringing in aging veterans like Jeff Arnott and uh, – Jason Arnott. I'm sorry, Jason Arnott and um, – and um, Langenbrunner. Yeah, dude in uh, Minnesota. Bill Guerin. The GM, Bill Guerin. Like, they brought in guys like those, but, again, those were guys looking to extend their career. Yeah. Um, and Bill Guerin turned into Dave Perron, technically. He did. So, But, you know, this is a team that's bringing in. Hey, real quick. Uh, Janney and Pronger did not. It was one year apart. Okay. Uh, 
you know, you look at what's going on in Buffalo, like they're bringing in guys in their prime and they're not getting it done. So it's, it's a big old mess in Buffalo and I don't know where he goes. I don't know what the return is, but I just can't see Eichel coming back to Buffalo. Okay. Yeah. It's very interesting. So, um, I mean, was, yeah, not much just signings around the league. A lot of like here and there, like Jordy Ben signed with Minnesota yeah. yesterday. It's nothing like crazy, and so we're not, not going to go through all of those. So last thing we'll talk about, just because kind of with the giveaway thing, I forgot to mention. So they do the theme nights. So uh, props to the Blues on definitely bringing back Pride Night and keeping it to Pride Night, not like hockey's for everyone or whatever. They tried changing into that one year yeah. and switching things around. Stick with it. Thanks for doing that. Good on them. The usual hockey fights, cancer night as well. Star Wars, Cardinals night. Yep. No WWE night this time. So Drag. dang. So I know. So the only thing that was uh, good. So it was out of Chicago this last week. Was uh, you know, quick wrestling talk at the end there. So it looks like it looks like I've been watching all elite wrestling a lot more now. I would say so. So CM Punk coming back. So it's really cool. So that's uh, one of my boys. You know, he's a huge Blackhawks fan. And I know what's perfect. The Blackhawks gave him a signed jersey. I don't know if you saw that. I did. Uh, so he was at the uh, United Center. And they had a jam. That's the one of the loudest that buildings has probably been in a long time. Probably yeah. since the cup days of uh, uh, the Blackhawks. It's I would been, say so. Uh, you know, it was a pretty loud building. So that was really cool. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that uh, organization because right now – WWE, nothing. Uh, I haven't been enthused with anything. Everything's just like, ho oh, hum. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it sucks. But anyway, all right. Well, unfortunately, that's why we're kind of wrapping this up. Another short one. Just we figured we had to get something out there because it's been a while. Yep. So there's little, really nothing to, there's, there's nothing. no news. We'll start uh, getting ready for our, uh, you know, previews yep. coming up here. We're, I mean, Chris, after this, we're going to start looking at uh, how we want to schedule this out because I know your, our, your September is pretty jam-packed pretty pretty crazy and then uh at the blues will the first preseason game is september 25th wow so it's right around the corner and it's uh hopefully everything is uh okay by then everybody can still go to the games yep so uh get your vaccine wear a mask please, please. so uh if you get a hold of us on twitter it's at blues hockey nhl i'm at hossapalooza and you get a hold of us on facebook and uh instagram it is Blues Hockey Podcast. Just look it up under either one, and you'll find us uh, on those apps. And if you want to also find us at our website, it is blueshockeypodcast.net. And that has links to virtually anything you can think of. It has links to everywhere to listen to the podcast. That would be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, um, Anchor, Pocket Cast, all the other cast. Um, if you want some of our merch, you can go to the Merchandise tab. And on top of that, you can go to our Sponsors tab. So our Sponsors tab has all three of our sponsors there. So they have DraftKings. Use DraftKings. Uh, since we're part of the Hockey Podcast Network, use THPN today. and get a bonus when you sign up or your weekly bonus to bet on games. So the so obviously football is ramping up, right? Yep. Uh, bills are. First uh, regular season game is September 9th. So about two weeks from now. Yep. So uh, Bills are look like one of the favorites out east. Bills are looking very, very good. Cole Beasley needs to shut his mouth and get vaccinated. <laughs> so that's outside of that, they look really good. Yes. So they can sign Josh Allen, right? Josh Allen for a Oh, yeah. Time. Josh Allen got paid. He got all his money. So He got all the money. So. He got all Jack Eichel's money, too. Yes. yes. Yeah, because that's right. Pagula's own the. Yeah, uh, they own the, both the teams. So they're like, we're going to trade one really popular guy. We'll give you all his money. Yeah, we're going to give you his contract because he's leaving town. Yeah, so. You want his house? You can have his house, too. 
So and his dog, you get his dog. Everything. Dog stays yeah. and his girlfriend. I, I, yeah. I, Josh Allen may have a girlfriend, but you get Jake. You get you get Jack Eichel's girlfriend. Yeah, worship, worshiping everything. It's a, it's, a, it's a sign. Everything. Yep. Sign everything over. So, uh, yeah. So football season coming up. Use that uh, DraftKings and bet on the Bills this season. Always bet on blue and see if you can see how many tables are broken before the game on September 9th. Oh God. I go with a 25. Lot. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to uh, try to break one October 10th, Sunday night in Kansas city. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. They do play up in Kansas city this yep. year. So that'll be Sunday fun. Night football week four. I think Dang. right on the corner. I'll be here before you know it. So you got that. And then you also have a lucky Lola. So lucky Lola's uh, congrats to them. They, if you can get some of their, uh, the Lucky Lola's Sweet Heat uh, Bratwurst now at any Fresh Time location. So there's a bunch of locations. There's yep. one here by me in Manchester in, uh, I guess it's tend to considered town and country, which is weird. Yep. Uh, Kirkwood. There's one out by you out in St. Charles. There's uh, one in St. Charles. There's one in O'Fallon. As, so anywhere's a fre- uh, Fresh Time, look for the Lucky Lola's Brats. So not just a Kenrick's anymore. So you get a Kenrick's and Fresh Time. Yep. And get all their products at Kenrick's as well. So go ahead and look up Lucky Lola's uh, Foods and find them on Instagram and Facebook. And last but not least, our friend Will over at Rockstar Taco Shack. Oh, my God. Will's been rocking it this year. Um, what was the thing he had? Two, what was the thing last week? The pizza thing? Was that the Chicago, Chicago deep dish pizza taco. Look, man, I, I love to eat. And I love Chicago-style pizza. It's an acquired taste. When I first moved to Chicago, I hated it. Because it's like a lasagna, right? It's like it, it's a it's legit full-on pie. pie. It's a pie. It, yeah, it's bottom crust, like an inch or two of cheese and toppings, top crust, then sauce. But the way they do their sauce and the way they do their Italian sausage and all that, it's got a very distinct taste to it. And it's good. Gotta what's, get the, used to it. what's the big one? Lou Malinati's? Uh, Lou Malinati's big, is big, big one, right? and Giordano's. Okay. So... They did. They went up to a concert a couple weeks ago. Will had Chicago pizza. They came back. They decided to do a, a Chicago style pizza taco. Oh my god! Like it, it, it is exactly how Chicago style pizza tasted. It was amazing. I hope they bring it back. If they do, I know for some of you guys, it's a drive to get up there. It is worth it for this. Oh, hopefully, like, oh. Hopefully, and then you get the you have the uh, South City location. Hopefully, yep. be opening soon, so you might have to go that far. You're down there, you can get That's some true. down there. Go some out in Newtown as well. Man, oh man, was it great! So either or, so yeah, check out their weekly special. They always have a usually have their daily specials, but usually Thursday is like the quesadilla special. They had a great one this Thursday. They had a keto taco where the shell was uh, cheese, fried like, cheese. Fried cheese, yeah. They cooked it on like a griddle and then yep. like put it in like a thing. So yeah. Make sure you uh, go check out Will today at Rockstar Taco Shack. Uh, you can find them on Instagram and Facebook. Yep. And they are on Twitter, but mainly Instagram. Mainly, if you need to order stuff, check out their Facebook and message them when yep. you want to pre-order stuff ahead of time. That's the way to go, especially during these specials. Like yes, because the they pizza, will sell out. Especially some of their very popular ones. So definitely check them out. Check out Lucky Lola's and, of course, DraftKings. So I think that's everything we got. Um uh, Oh, yeah, the usual which ones I have written down every time and I always go forget about it is uh, rate and review us. Like, Please. Yeah, just give us a like review. Even if it, like you have a, like a – give us a solid give us a solid five. It'd be great. We be, really like five. sweet. We like five stars. So give us a give us five-star review. Tell us what you think. It just helps with the, all the algorithms and Especially stuff. for one of our family members. Yeah, especially all our family and family members because they are the only ones who rate and listen to the show and 
apparently I have a lot of family, which I know I don't have many family members. So <laughs> that's uh, but whatever. So yes, please rate and review us. Um, so hopefully we're, we're, I'll work on something and get like another interview up or something. Yep. Like I said, it's been hard tracking people down with summertime. Maybe with school coming back, maybe people kind of hopefully a little easier, a little easier, but if not, we're going to have our, uh, usual previews. Yep. I was going to talk about bringing Bon in, but Bon is apparently traveling now. Yep. He's, uh, he's on the road for a while. So yes, he is. Yeah. So he's out. So we'll talk to Jack. We'll talk to some other people. So sure. maybe we'll bring in Jeff Ponder. Maybe that guy will come over. So we'll see. I know him. Yeah. So if not, uh, we'll, we'll have some fun stuff for you. The blue season is just around the corner. I know it's a hundred and something degrees outside today, whatever the hell it is. It's been very hot. It'll be nice and nice and fall weathery soon. Just, just can't wait. Have some, the ice is apparently getting done this week over at nice. NSMT and everything. All right. The, uh, uh, arena so right around the corner guys so yep. we'll go get yourself a pumpkin spice latte and start thinking about fall yeah, yeah something like that all right talk to you guys later bye